Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. All right. Well, Mark Lawrence is on vacation this week, so I am Joe McGranahan. At least the last time I checked, I was. And with me is Steve Kushaloff, who is filling in for Mark Lawrence as our resident liberal, and I take the job of the resident conservative on the program this morning. I'm saying that for the benefit of the gentleman holding online to talk to us, who is uh, former U.S. Congressman David Jolly. We'll get to him in a moment. Uh, on the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us at 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarkatwkok.com or text us at 70236. On the Mark brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, a family-owned dealership since 1915. Four streets in Sunbury, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Find out lots more about them at www.sunburymotors.com. They invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury, where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection and nitrogen for tires and they're open Monday through Friday 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. What do they sell at the Sunbury Motor Company? They sell Ford, Hyundai and Kia and Lincoln cars. They are the premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and all sizes of trucks and they're a master towing service with decades of experience. We have on the phone with us this morning former United States Congressman from Florida, David Wilson Jolly. He was born in 1972, so he's still a young guy. He's an American attorney, a former lobbyist and politician who served as the U.S. Representatives for Florida's 13th Congressional District, based in Pinellas County from 2014 to 2017. A former Republican, he previously served as general counsel to his predecessor. He won the race for young seat. Uh, his predecessor was Bill Young. He won uh, a race for young seat in a special election against Democrat Alex Sink. He was subsequently re-elected in November of 2014, winning seven 75% of the vote. But guess what? They did some gerrymandering and the district became Democratic and he was defeated the next time out by former Governor Charlie Crist. And to celebrate his defeat, he became a, a Democrat. Or no, he left the Republican Party. <laughs> good morning, Congressman. It's nice to have you with us this morning. Hey, morning. Good to be with you. And I, I appreciate that final comment. And let me be clear, I did not become a Democrat. In fact, I'm, I'm two years into enjoying my break from partisanship all together. I did leave the party. I'm an independent, and I got to tell you, I love being an independent. I don't know that I would ever join a party again. But you don't get to vote in the primaries. I don't, which is why I'm a big advocate for electoral and democracy reform. Look, my experience informed me of how the system is rigged through partisan gerrymandering, closed primaries, big money in politics. The reason we have the government we have is because politicians are doing the things that get them reelected. So if we change the rules of the game, level the playing field, let more people participate, I think we'd have policy that addresses a more diverse constituency and country that we have. Well, now you've come to Snyder County to live. And Snyder <laughs> County is about as conservative and Republican as it gets. 
So why are you here? <laughs> well, let me tell you, I'm on the part of Snyder that borders Juniata and Richfield. I think it gets more conservative as you go in that direction. Um, and my wife and I are still full-time residents of the Tampa Bay area in Florida. She grew up here in Sealands Grove. She went to all the Sealands Grove schools and then went to Susquehanna. Uh, we met in Washington. We ended up, uh, obviously, I'm, I'm a lifelong Florida resident. And so we bought a seasonal place here that allows me to get to D.C. and New York, typically in a day trip. And then COVID hit. And between the hot spot of Florida and the hot spot of New York, we decided to just stay here for a while until things settled down. So um, I'm enjoying being in this area. Not only do I love the people here, but to your point, it, it shows me a completely different regional political environment than what I'm used to in Central Florida. And yet you are opposed to our beloved president, as he is thought of in this area, Donald Trump. May I ask you what prompted you, uh, a Republican, a, a guy who has espoused conservative values? I've read your Wikipedia listing, and you've supported a lot of very conservative things over the years. So how come you can't take Donald Trump? Yeah, so let me share two perspectives with you, I suppose. First, from a policy standpoint. Second, from a personal from a policy standpoint, I actually represented a 50-50 district in Florida, a district Obama won twice, I won twice, and I think that's a good thing because I think it forces, forces each of us, whatever your ideology, progressive or conservative, to figure out how that ideology addresses the needs of the most number of people. And so while I had traditional conservative views in Congress, I also used that ideology to, to address consensus solutions on on climate science, on marriage equality, on campaign finance reform, on guns. And what I hope to show the Republican Party is you can use conservative theory, conservative ideology, to address what are traditionally considered democratic issues. And I would suggest the same to my Democratic friends. Don't be afraid of using progressive solutions to address traditionally conservative views. But on a personal level, uh, I could never reconcile Donald Trump's approach to policy nor uh, his approach to politics personally with my own set of values. And I, I know people disagree on this. He is a, a powerful voice in politics, a disruptor who's garnered great loyalty. He's also somebody who has pushed people out of politics, and that includes somebody like myself. Um, I, I say this constructively. It sounds biting, but it's based on his own comments, not on the media. He is someone who came to the presidency ignorant on both foreign and domestic policy without any interest in recognizing it when he says he knows more than the generals or he doesn't believe science. He lies to frame his narrative and to make himself look good, and he has declared that in the art of the deal. He says what the American people want is truthful hyperbole. They want to be lied to. And, and the final breaking point for me, I'll tell you, is a matter of personal faith. When he called on the Muslim ban, and I would encourage people to go look at my speech on the House floor, I went to the floor of the House of Representatives and I declared my personal faith, my Christian faith, and I said, I believe we have to be a nation that recognizes all faiths, and we cannot have a leader that discriminates based on somebody's religious convictions. I know people have a lot of different opinions on Donald Trump's. You asked me mine, and I gave it to you. Well, that's what we're here to do. Steve, you got a question? Yeah. Uh, nice to speak with you, Mr. Uh, Congressman Jolly. You know, I. When I saw you were going to be on the show, I thought, I think I have seen this uh, fella on uh, MSNBC. So anyway, uh, I'm the uh, today I'm the resident uh, Democrat. Um, 
liberal snowflake. Well, over. see, that's the thing. I'm not going to go. As as you know, Congressman, whenever you hear stuff like that from a vicious right winger like Joe, uh, you know, that tells you more about him than it does about me. But anyway, let's move on to other things. Now, you describe yourself as a conservative, which I have complete respect for conservatives. But what I would like you to do is define for me uh, conservative, uh, what is a conservative, what are conservative principles, and the reason I ask you is because whenever I read about what what are conservatives, all I read about is small government, and that's fine, and fiscal discipline, and that's fine too, but could you perhaps elaborate on uh, on conservatism, what it, what it means to you? And how the president differentiates from that. Sure. Or sure, look, I appreciate that question because I think we're living through an era where we're not quite sure what it means. Uh, what it means to me are the classic principles of less government, fewer taxes, less regulation. But unfortunately, and, and I've been a Republican since I was registered to vote sometime in the late 80s, early 90s, I suppose. And and I've seen the evolution of how the party, the Republican Party, has used conservatism. And understand, these are two different entities. The party is a political organization. Conservative thought, conservative theory is something that is always being tested and should be tested. And what I've seen in the Republican Party for a while was the application of absolute conservatism. They took the less government platform and turned it into no government. They took in less regulation and turned it into no regulation. I'm, I'm not that type of conservative. And if that's what conservatism is in 2020, then I'm fine not to be a conservatism. I think the universe of politics is large enough for conservatives to say we need affordable and accessible health care for all people while also protecting as much liberty as possible. I think on guns we can do the same thing. Say the Second Amendment is, is a fundamental right, but it's not an absolute right beyond the reach of regulation to keep communities safe. On immigration, I think we should have secure borders, but I think we also need to lead with the, with the American spirit that says, if you're here and you're working and your kids are in school, we are going to find a way to accommodate your legal status. I don't think those are antithetical to conservative principles, but what today's Republican Party has done is they have made those litmus tests, and there is no room for somebody like David Jolly, who I still consider myself a conservative, but perhaps I'm not in, in 2020. And I think for a lot of people like me, you mentioned MSNBC, I, I am a contributor on, on the platforms of NBC. The Trump era has been a good time for me to test my own conservative convictions. And in some places they're real, you know, and, and in this, in a heated campaign environment, watching the Democratic ticket, I get reminded of some of my, my traditional conservative convictions. But I also get reminded that the Republican Party I see today was not the party I was a member of for 20 years. Others have have taken that journey with the GOP. I just have decided not to. Well, the president has, you know, adopted, whether you like him as a conservative or not, he has become, in effect, a conservative. He has listed the people he would pick for judges. His Supreme Court nominees, I think, have been outstanding, and they've been appointed successfully despite smear campaigns from the other side. He has worked very hard to bring jobs back to this country. The people were saying, oh, he's going to bring World War III on us by putting our embassy in Jerusalem and recognizing that as the capital of Israel. And yet he was able to negotiate peace deals between the Israelis and other Arab countries. You know, 
the guy's done a lot of positive good things. Is his personality less than stellar? Absolutely. And if he were the, if I could pick who the Republican nominee would have been four years ago, I would have not have picked Donald John Trump. But you have to admit he's done some very positive and good things, can't you? Well, Joe, I'd ask you, do you trust him? For what? Do, you trust do, I, do, do I trust him with my daughter? No. Uh, do I trust him right. to run the country right. of the United States, to bring back jobs, to keep us safe? Yes, I trust him for that. And to tell you the truth? So, so take the, take the uh, killing of Soleimani, which all in all is getting the big thing right. You know, Lindsey Graham said yesterday, Donald Trump has his flaws, but he gets the big things right. I don't know that I 100% agree with that, but I understand what he's saying, and I think it reflects what you said as well. In the incident where Soleimani was taken out, he got the big thing right. What he was not prepared for was the return event, the, the bombing of U.S. installations, which actually sent, I believe, 25 to 30 of our U.S. service members onward to Germany for medical treatment, and yet he stood up that night and said, no casualties, no injuries, this was a perfect event, we handled this perfectly, I handled it like my predecessors would never handle it before. You look at the pandemic, and I say this somewhat tongue-in-cheek, but because it's personal. In, in February, when we now said he, we now know that he said to Bob Woodward, the pandemic, the COVID-19 virus could be transferred by air. It was airborne. For the next six weeks, we were all still running around trying to buy hand sanitizer on Amazon and toilet paper from China. We weren't being told to go buy masks. And, and I, I say that, I, I do understand all sides of the issue. I've been in politics long enough, and it's not to be disagreeable. But my question of you, do you trust him, is a question I ask myself. And even if he has gotten some of the big things right, and to your point, there are conservative victories, foreign policy on the bench and so forth, that if you fully trust this man, you're willing to accept that leadership. If you don't, I think it leaves you looking for another candidate. Uh, Congressman, do you think uh, we have a strong two-party system today? Well, we have a rigged two-party system. Uh, I actually am, am the head of a group called SAM, the Serve America Movement. Serve America, uh, or joinsam.org is the website. And, and our work is aimed at disrupting the two-party system, not eliminating it, um, what, what the two parties have done in the past 20 years is they've rigged a system to ensure their re-election. And it, this part is true on both sides of the aisle. Ninety percent of the Congress has districts that are drawn for one party or the other. Term limits will do nothing to, to change those seats. We have closed off primaries so independents cannot vote. Uh, we have a, a big money finance system that is all tied to Washington dark money in one way or another. I promise you, I've done a 180 degrees on this. I used to say money is speech. Now I say it's the most corrupting influence in politics. So from a democracy reform standpoint, if we can unwind those systems that protect the two parties, ultimately we'll see the two parties behave differently. It's not an aim at eliminating the two parties, but how do we get a, part, a, a system that rewards consensus? We don't have that today. And so we have strong two parties because the system's rigged. In the end, do we need a third party to disrupt it? Perhaps, but we're never going to have a healthy third party until we create a level playing field. That's an interesting point. I can't say I totally disagree with you. And when you say about the playing field not being level, uh, whose fault is that? Is it ours as the electorate or is the politicians who have deliberately set it up that way? Yeah, the, the, it, it sits in the power of the, of the parties and the politicians. Each state's a little different. Um, 
what you have seen for the past 20 or 30 years is both parties, when they get control, draw as many seats for themselves. In 94, when Newt Gingrich took over, Republicans took over the House, they had a 50-state plan. And as an example, in the state of Georgia, what had been eight Democrats and three Republicans in Congress got redrawn to eight Republicans and three Democrats. Now, you can't say that the politics of Georgia overnight flipped at that proportion, but they flipped the seats. And the opportunity for voters, and this really is a fantastic opportunity, at your state level, in many states you can amend the Constitution or you can change state laws that require independent redistricting. Take it out of the hands of politicians. You can open up primaries or create a jungle primary where the top two candidates move to November regardless of their party. There are these experiments in democracy reform that we're living through in real time. We don't, it's still so young we don't have all the data, but what we are seeing is an improvement in the accountability and a change in the behavior of the politicians once they get elected. They're more responsive and more accountable. We're talking to Congressman David Jolly, former congressman from Florida, David Jolly, who is living in our area at the moment because of the the pandemic, and uh, we hope you we hope you stay. Actually, you uh, we could use more <laughs> informed, uh, literate people around here to talk on the program. But let me ask you this: we've we've understood your your opposition to President Trump. You've told us you're an independent, not a Democrat. Who are you going to vote for, and why? I, I love that question because I have a legal reason not to answer it, okay. uh, given my given my contract with with the platforms of NBC Universal. Um, it's not a question I answer directly, but look, I I have made my my feelings on the president clear. I do not believe the Democratic Party holds all the answers, and I think many of the criticisms of Joe Biden are true. Um, for me, I do see this as a personal choice and in some ways a, a moral choice, and I think my comments indicate which direction. I would be voting. I would turn this back on all of us as a country, and I, I'll tell you there, I love being here in Snyder County on the Juniata County line, and there's a gentleman who, who's a pro-Trump supporter who, who changes a sign every week, and for the last week he had a sign out that said, Trump didn't bring division, division brought Trump. And, and you know, that, if I might interrupt, because that yep. absolutely leads to a question that I had written down. Uh, I tend to, as much as I uh, dislike, to be careful about it, as much as I dislike Donald Trump, I agree with most people that he did not uh, bring about uh, everything we're seeing today. So let me ask you, what uh, cultural, social, economic aspects in our country led to the election of Donald Trump? Oh, the one, the disconnect between Washington elitism and the real world. Look, Donald Trump had the had the, his finger on the pulse of a very discontent, almost angry population that had been left behind by Washington. He absolutely saw that. And in many ways, I did as well. Look, I, if I hadn't left the party, I probably would have been kicked out because of my fight against campaign finance reform, and I, I went on 60 Minutes to blow the whistle on that. There was an economic displacement as well that he seized on. Here, here's the critical flaw, though. He seized on just enough of the population to get him over the finish line to win election. He never then took the opportunity to try to give voice to the entire country. And what I mean by that is this. On the night of the inauguration, instead of giving the American carnage address and then throwing Schumer and Pelosi under the bus, he had the chance to bring Schumer to the White House, smoke cigars on the back porch, and say, let's have an infrastructure deal. 
he's the guy that wasn't of a party. He just adopted the Republican Party. He could have used his platform to heal the division. Right? That the sign I referred to and, and the opportunity lost for Donald Trump, even if I agree with that sign, I'm not sure I fully do, but politics has always been divided, and, and I gave some speech on, on the House floor hitting Obama pretty hard. Right? The question, though, is if you accept the premise division brought Trump, the question is, then what has Trump done to heal it? That's and, a question and, we probably won't be able to answer in this program today. Listen, we're running out of time, but I want to give you a final 30 seconds to add anything you want to add, former Congressman David Jolly. I would say our politics are divided to the point of breaking us right now as the American people, and the answer doesn't lie in our leaders to solve that for us. We're a stronger nation than what we see in Washington and on the airwaves right now. Let's never forget that. We've got heroes that have protected our freedom for generations, and we've got people from every walk of life that would be willing to do it tomorrow. It's who we are as an American people. It's why we're the greatest nation on the face of the earth. Amen. And listen, we thank you so much for taking the time to be on the program this morning. When this whole pandemic thing's done, come on up and visit us in person. We'll talk about other subjects and uh, get into them in greater depth. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And enjoy your time in Snyder County, Congressman. All right, we were talking to former Congressman David Jolly from Florida, who is now living in our area uh, for at least the time being. He's got his, uh, I guess, his, what's he, what do you call it, his summer place up here? Or? Sort of. Sort of. Well, all right. It was a very interesting take on the political situation and where we are and why he doesn't like President Trump. And uh, we'll continue talking about that after we take a break. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over one years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. In recent days, staying connected has meant more than ever before. At Penteladata, we thank our frontline workers for giving us the hope that tomorrow will be better and for letting us do our part in keeping everyone connected with schools, families, and friends, even while being apart. As America slowly and carefully returns to work, we're here to help your business come back smarter, bigger, and better than before with a fiber network that will keep us all connected and move us forward. Penteladata Fiber Networks. This year, consider a Medicare plan from a name you trust, a name backed by 100 years of quality care. Geisinger, Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage. You'll have access to our many doctors and hospitals, plus thousands more. For a Medicare plan you can count on in uncertain times, go with Geisinger. 
Visit GeisingerGold.com slash radio today. Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage plans are HMO and PPO plans with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage plans depends on contract renewal. With this year being filled with things you can't control, there is one thing you can control. Monthly payments on heating oil. And MidPen Energy does that with their Easy Pay Protection Plan where you're guaranteed not to pay more than $1.99 a gallon. It's easy to join. Just go online to mid-penenergy.com. That's mid-penenergy.com. Don't wait. Enroll by the end of September and be in control of your heating oil with MidPen Energy's Easy Pay Protection Plan and never pay more than $1.99 a gallon this winter. Just go online to mid-penenergy.com and enroll today. What do you want a da-da-da? What do you want a da-da-da? I'm not a da with a da-da-da. We could switch to Progressa da-da. Oh, yeah? We could switch to Progressa and sa. Mm-hmm. We could sa and have to buy some za. Oh, yeah. Let's switch to Progressa da and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're going to da-da-da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da to da Quote to da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. What will the Big Ten decide to do? We'll talk about it today. 3 to 5 News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan. With me, Steve Kushaloff, Mark Lawrence taking the day off, or actually the week off. Our producer is Rob Center, and he always does a great job. We're delighted to have you with us. We're going to open up the phone lines. Uh, probably not enough time now to get a call in before the top of the hour, but we will open up the phone lines after the news, and we will have, what, 55 minutes or so of open phones for your comments if you want to make them. What was your opinion of what former Congressman Jolly had to say? I'm sure you liked it. Well, I was very... Uh impressed with uh, Congressman Jolly, but I, as impressed as I was with him, I was just uh, very grateful, really. I appreciate it, to have the opportunity to uh, speak to somebody who uh, comes a little more down the middle politically. In fact, um, he's probably more, uh, I'm not going to say right, I'm going to say conservative. You know, I have been saying for the last couple of years, I would love I would love to sit down with a a conservative and really get a sense of what the conservative point of view is as far as running a country. You know, the crazy stuff we're seeing border, you know, coming from this guy Trump, border walls and, uh, you know, uh, insulting our allies, et cetera, et cetera. To me, that is that's not conservatism. I mean, good Lord, Joe, is what, conser- what's immigration reform? Is that conservative? Well, uh, immigration reform, immigration reform. Well, I don't what about stopping illegal immigration? Is that a conservative value or a liberal well, let's, value? Let's talk about immigration reform, because, see, that's that's part of the problem, if you ask me. Well, no, because no. I'm thinking back to a speech delivered by one of your heroes, the uh, Senate uh, Senate majority leader, who said that we absolutely have to stop illegal immigration. Well, so see, Trump proposes okay. building a wall. We're and, talking and about this, a goal. This is the problem, Joe. This is really the problem. One, you know, it's one thing we could talk about immigration reform and we can and let's talk about that. But as soon as you jump from immigration reform to illegal immigration, well now we have we've changed the subject. We've moved it we've moved it from an issue that we could talk about rationally. Now all of a, now it's a hot button issue. No, but what I'm saying is there are different any problem you can come up with. There yeah. is, are different solutions to that problem. I may have one as a conservative, you as a liberal may have an entirely different one. Sure. But does that make mine wrong and yours right? No. President Trump thought that a wall might solve some of the problem. 
And I can't say that I disagree with that. I'm not, I can't say that the cost-benefit ratio is going to be there. But I think as a president, he has demonstrated leadership in trying to address the problems from the perspective of the conservatives. And that's what well, conservatives see, not, elected him to do. That's fine. And I'm not even going to get into that exact issue with you because I... I kind of disagree with you, but here's the point that I would like to make. To me, illegal immigration is a sub-issue of immigration reform. There's a lot of things to talk about under immigration reform, and one of them is illegal immigration. Um, I think we're coming up. Yeah, Yeah, we are. I thought that music was going to start there fairly soon. (laughs) Well, we'll have to finish that thought. We have open phones in the next hour. We'd appreciate your comments about what you heard from former Congressman Jolly. And um, any other topic you want to discuss, it's all open game here on an open On the Mark show. This is WKOK, Sunbury, Pennsylvania. is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Cammie McCormick. Breaking news this hour, a settlement has been reached between the family of Breonna Taylor and the city of Louisville, Kentucky. An attorney for her family has spoken with CBS affiliate WLKY. More details are expected later today. Taylor was fatally shot by police who burst into her home several months ago. Her death led to months of protests. In the Gulf of Mexico. This sucker is crawling. Hurricane Sally not exactly speeding toward the Gulf Coast, and the storm has lost some strength down to 85 miles per hour, but that doesn't mean it won't be dangerous. Correspondent David Begnote is in Mobile, Alabama. It may have weakened, but the storm surge potential here in Mobile is nine feet, and they could get as much as 20 inches of rain. Correspondent Manuel Bajorquez is in Biloxi, Mississippi. A window to evacuate some of these low-lying areas will begin to close later today, and that includes here. The city of Biloxi declared a state of emergency and opened up sandbags locations for residents who would like to shore up their properties. Some told us that they saw the forecast track and they realized this is not the kind of storm that they want to take any chances with. The hurricane is expected to make landfall tomorrow. In the west from all the wildfires. The air quality across especially northern California, Oregon and also into Washington is about as unhealthy as it gets. Some of the worst air in the world. Meteorologist Jeff Berardelli, the smoke has drifted eastward all the way across the country. And the fires are still burning. 36 people have died. In Oregon, Coin TV reporter Jamie Chamber in Marion County. It really is uh, something you have to see in person. House burned down, house burned down, and then every once in a while, you'll see a line of caution tape surrounding a house as search and rescue moves in and tries to do everything they can to find everyone that they're trying to find in this uh, this Beachy Creek fire. Health experts are worried about a rise in coronavirus cases this fall, but they're still on the increase now, as Jim Crisula reports. COVID-19 cases are increasing by 5% or more based on a weekly average in 11 states. That's according to data collected by Johns Hopkins University. New cases in Wisconsin have increased 32% in the past week. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's leading infectious disease expert, calls the trend disturbing and warns of a rough fall and winter. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Historic signings today at the White House. Israel will seal its new diplomatic deals with the two Gulf nations of Bahrain and the United Arab Emirates. Dow futures are up. This is CBS News.
CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. I worry about lots of things. My finances, my grandkids. If you're 65 or older, you have enough things to worry about. Pneumococcal pneumonia shouldn't be one of them. Even healthy adults 65 and older are at increased risk for this potentially serious bacterial lung disease that can disrupt your life for weeks. Help protect yourself with the Prevnar 13 pneumococcal 13-valent conjugate vaccine, diphtheria CRM197 protein. Prevnar 13 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 13 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 13 does not protect against all strains of the disease. Don't get Prevnar 13 if you have had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with a weakened immune system may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-866-694-9300 or visit Prevnar13.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 13. The coronavirus pandemic is having an impact not just on our spending, but on our savings. We're putting less away for a rainy day, as Maria Garcia reports. The recent survey from Finance Buzz says more and more Americans are dipping into their savings and retirement accounts because of the COVID crisis. In fact, nearly 30% of Americans say they've decreased or stopped their retirement savings altogether over the massive economic changes. 26% of those polled blame their status on a job loss. Lower wage workers who tend to have fewer financial resources have been hit the hardest. Maria Garcia, CBS News. The Western wildfires are having an economic impact. They're causing huge losses for property insurers. They're putting more of a strain on the economy overall, overall rather, and could do so for at least a year. Insurance losses in California alone could top $13 billion. That was the record set back in 2017. I'm Cammie McCormick, CBS News. Capital One checking and savings accounts have no fees or minimums and a top-rated banking app that lets you manage your money anytime, anywhere, even from your favorite hiking trail. With Capital One's app, you can check your balance, deposit checks, pay bills, and transfer money from wherever you are anytime you want, even when you're cooking dinner. Open a fee-free checking or savings account online in about five minutes. This is banking reimagined. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. Microband 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. To keep surfaces sanitized all day, use Microband 24. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria initially. Once dry, Microband 24 is effective for 24 hours on bacteria when used as directed. Microband 24 sanitizing spray, bathroom, and multi-surface cleaner. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here's your host for On the Mark. 
Joe McGranahan. Thank you. Welcome back on board the program. I'm here today with Steve Kushaloff. Mark Lawrence taking a well-deserved week off, and our producer is still here with us, Rob Center, doing an outstanding job, and we have open phones coming up, which means if you dial 1-800-795-9565 or email us at onthemarkatwkok.com or text us at 70236, well, then you become the star of the show, and we'd love to hear your comments this morning on our, our former guest, Congressman, former Congressman David Jolly from Florida, who is now in our area and who is voting against the president for the reasons he articulated. And we invite you to discuss any other topic on your mind this morning by calling those numbers or sending us that email. On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, a family-owned dealership since 1915. Four streets in Sunbury, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Check them out online at www.sunburymotors.com. They invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury, where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection, and nitrogen for tires, and they're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. On Saturday, 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. Find out more about them on the web at www.sunburymotors.com, where you can check out their online specials and build a Ford, a Ford car or truck to your specifications, and click on a coupon for the Works Fuel Saver Package. The Sunbury Motor Company sells Ford, Hyundai, Kia, and Lincoln cars, and they invite you to stop by today for a deal you won't regret. regret. You'll love it, as a matter of fact. Mark Lawrence is probably spending his entire vacation at the Quick Lane, as he usually does. He just goes over there and takes every tire he's got and wants nitrogen put in. That's how he has his fun. And that's a vacation? That's for Mark, that is. Mm, And we have some news headlines for you. The first one's a doozy. There are lane restrictions on the Priestley Bridge in Upper Augusta Township, Northumberland County, today and tomorrow. PennDOT says the lane closure is in effect from 6.30 a.m. till 5 p.m. each day. And according to one of our on-the-scene reporters, there is a backup getting into Northumberland about a half-mile long about 45-minute wait on Route 11 to get into the borough of Northumberland. Ah, sounds like the good old days we had a few while back. Motorists can expect single-lane conditions with flagging and travel delays are anticipated. Also, motorists should watch for lane changes and drive with caution through the work area. So please, if you're planning on coming from the north into Northumberland on Route 11, allow yourself some extra time. Sunbury City Council voted unanimously Monday in favor of sending a letter of support for allowing up to 500 people at outdoor gatherings. That means Chickalemi High School football parents and others will be allowed in the stands this fall. Sunbury Councilman Josh Brocious says he's not surprised by the council's support of the school district's decision and hopes they will have a positive effect on the community. I'm glad that the council did support this decision and I know the parents, spectators and whoever may attend these events will be grateful for that support from the city as well. And let's see, we have one other item. Governor Tom Wolf's administration says it will appeal a federal judge's ruling that pandemic restrictions that required people to stay at home, placed limits on gatherings, and ordered non-life-sustaining businesses to close are unconstitutional. U.S. District Judge William Stickman An appointee of President Donald Trump sided with the plaintiffs that includes hair salons, drive-in movie theaters, a farmer's market vendor, a horse trainer, and several Republican officeholders. Courts had consistently rejected challenges to Wolf's power to order businesses to close during the pandemic. Wolf's spokesman said Monday the administration will seek delayed enforcement of the ruling while it appeals. So many of us thought the governor went too far, and the court says he did. And this is far from over. 
How so? You think it'll be appealed, right? Well, well it's going to be appealed. It's going to be held up in the courts. This is going to happen. That's going to happen. One of the questions I would have liked to, to ask uh, Congressman Jolly, and uh, he sort of touched on it, uh, but we didn't get a chance to ask it. I'd like to. I wanted to ask him about the whole anti-science uh, mood of the country, the whole anti-science uh, attitude, uh, and what does he see as maybe the long-range ramifications of it? Uh, I don't. You know, this is not exactly new. I think the pandemic has brought the anti-science uh, well to the fore. Let's face it, because in the past, anti-science didn't have a lot of impact on everybody the way it does now. But for instance, and uh, I'm sure some of our more religious listeners will be getting on the phone for this, uh, we used to have big fights over evolution. And for a period of time there, uh, the evangelicals, in, not all of them, but some of them, supported something called uh, creation create, science. Well, not just creation science, but something like critical design or oh, something. Intelligent design. Intelligent design. And please, we're not going to get into religious discussions on this issue today. It's a political day. So go ahead. What's your point? <laughs> I got to keep reminding myself, Joe tells me he's a devout Catholic. Sometimes I wonder. Anyway, uh, my point is that this whole idea of intelligent design was so counter to science it was like you know it just doesn't doesn't it just doesn't make sense so you know we had that then and now we have what's happening today so there's just this attitude in in our country uh, this anti-science attitude, which you what look if, like what if some people believe that science and religion can be reconciled oh, without I'm, necessarily yes. going one way or the other hey, too far? I, I think so. I, I believe they can be. See, I can't look at a mountaintop and not think that somebody much greater than I came up with that idea. Well, I don't, I'm not going to get into specifics like that, but, you know... Um, that's all I'm saying about it, that there's just this anti-science attitude. I saw an article... But it's article not anti-science to say... I mean, what takes... What trumps what? Does science trump the Constitution, or does the Constitution trump science? We live in a nation of laws, and if the laws say that I have the absolute right to ignore your, your concern over my health, then that's my right to go ahead and do what well, I want to do. Okay, except as we have seen, your right to ignore your health in this current environment impacts uh, my rights to imp to, to uh, protect my health. Not when, really. If you, you can stay away from me, well, you can see, stay in your house, uh, sure. you can close your doors sure. and your windows. Yes. Why and do I, I have and to I do can, that? I can stop going to the grocery store and I can just... The grocery have, store oh, will deliver these Exactly. Days. So if I want to protect myself against the anti-maskers like yourself, then uh, I'm that's not an anti-masker. Well, Did I come in here wearing a mask this morning? Yes. But if I, in <laughs> other words, if I want to protect myself against against the anti-maskers, then it means I have to essentially live in isolation. Now, you're right. But that, that's that, typically what you do when there is a pandemic. Choice. Now, on the other hand, we could take uh, we could we could take what we should have done right from the beginning and taken uh, careful method. You know, I was talking to my daughter the other day because my grandson is, I believe, now in the fifth grade, and she was talking about some of the measures that the school district is thinking about, and some of them sounded pretty sensible. If we had maybe talked 
if if you're uh, if the president had maybe talked about sensible measures to get kids back to school, I think that would have been uh, a lot better than saying we've got to stop this nonsense and and threatening schools but with when the, withholding funding. When the president, but we've gone from you you talked about me switching. We've gone from the the governor to the president. The governor exceeded his authority. He has violated the United States Constitution. The Constitution protects individual rights. Does it not? I mean, that was the whole reason for it, that individually we have rights in this country. So where your rights and my rights clash, whose rights win? I think that I have an obligation to you for your rights to take precautions to see that I don't cause you a problem. But on the other hand, you don't restrict my freedom. Joe, I... and. You, don't you think there is a line, a fine line, between individual freedoms and uh, the good, the safety of the society as a whole? Well, yes, but here's the point. We all have an obligation to each other. Am I, brother, am I my brother's keeper, the old biblical question? No, I'm not my brother's keeper, but I do have an obligation to my brother not to put him at unnecessary risk. On the other hand... I want to go on with my life. I want to go out to dinner. I'm willing to accept that risk. I'm willing to accept the risk of going to the grocery store. I'll wear a mask. I'll use the hand sanitizer. I'll wash my hands. I'll stay six feet away from you. I will do all those things. But I don't want to be told that I can't go to a football game. I can't go to a movie. I can't go to a restaurant. If I'm willing to do that and those people are set up to accommodate me within the six feet and allow me to wear my mask, then how am I hurting right. you? And you know, we all need we all need food to sustain ourselves. We all need food to live. So right. we all need to go to a grocery store. So tell me how a grocery store requiring that people who shop there simply wear a mask. Tell me how that is violating somebody's rights. Well, it's not violating anybody's rights. But it, it is if you mandate it. If you say, and you, we prefer you wear a mask when you come in here, that's okay. But, I mean, I've seen places, I've been places in the past couple of days where there are signs on the door. I was at a, a dine-in facility yesterday where there's a sign on the door saying you must make masks. And a couple of guys who were obviously working for some local company came in not wearing masks. Were they told to leave? No, they weren't. So what did I do? I could have left or I could have stayed away from them. I stayed away from them. Carl, you're on the mark from Mifflinburg. Or middle, yeah, Mifflinburg. <laughs> yeah, Bill Mifflinburg. <clears throat> I wanted to chime in on the so-called anti-science. Uh, I'm very blessed to have a daughter that actually is a scientist. She's a managing, managing director of one of the most prestigious labs at the University of Pennsylvania Medical Center. And I talk with her probably at least four times a week. And she basically tells me, straight up, math are worthless it's not they're not doing a thing to protect us so wearing a mask uh based on what she tells me is more of a way to scare people more of a way to control people because coming from her it's not doing us any good and she is a scientist a very prestigious scientist so we're not anti-science when a scientist tells us wearing a mask to help protect us from this so-called pandemic. So I don't understand why your guest there is saying that we're anti-science if we're only if we're not listening to Dr. Fauci, who's nothing but a political pawn. 
and I just wanted to get your response to that. Well, I, I, I see what you're saying. I, probably Steve would be more apt to argue with you on this point than I am, but I, I understood that a mask wasn't to protect me from you, but you from me. And to that extent, you're right. I don't think if I'm wearing a mask, I'm keeping myself from getting the virus from you, but I do think I might be keeping you from getting it from me if I had it. Well, like I said, I'm just going by what a scientist has told me. But she said no value so at all. I, no, no value at said, all either way. No, she said absolutely no value. Wearing this mask thing, she says, is absolutely crazy. And it's not just her saying that. It's the other doctors that are in her lab, uh, in her facility, that they, they joke about it. You know, when they're, you know, going out to dinner and they see all the people walking down the street with a mask. Like, they're, it's worthless. And it's just... Okay, let me ask you a question then, Let me, because I just got a question sent to me from a scientist, a registered nurse from Geisinger uh, Medical Center, and she asks, then why do doctors wear masks during surgery if they do nothing? You should have to ask the doctor. That's fine. Great answer. <laughs> I guess you have to say, well, what else can you do? Well, you there's know, a difference what between... What I'm saying is, what, I, what I'm trying to, the point I'm trying to get across is, you, you, it's okay, science is okay if it agrees with you, but science isn't okay if it doesn't agree with you. There's, and, there's and opinions and, out there. There's opinions out there all over the place on this. And you're don't making condemn, the same point. Don't, you're you're don't doing the same thing. Somebody. You're saying science exactly. disagrees with exactly. you, and so therefore, all of a sudden, Dr. Fauci is nothing more than a political pawn. And I have well, that's uh, obvious. That's oh, obvious. see, that's Come obvious. On. Well, see that just that statement itself. Just that statement itself is anti-science, and if you can't see that, well, that's unfortunate. Now, I'll tell you, I have, I have a great—I've never even met your daughter, but I have a great amount of respect for her because she got to where she is in her life. But for Pete's sake, there are people—there are folks on every single night on television, people from uh, well-respected uh, organizations, and they all yeah, say on masks. M on MSN, on MSNBC. And that's the thing. And so now, because you're, instead of discussing masks, now you're going to discuss MSNBC. And you're going to say, oh, well, that's because that's where you hear this stuff at. Yeah. I no, think I, I would you, bet you've heard no. some of it even on your favorite network, well, too, which obviously is Fox. We have another caller, and we have one coming in. But let me ask you, th let me answer this question. And you, you both danced around the answer. You didn't get it. But here's why doctors wear masks in surgery. It has nothing to do with the COVID virus. Let's face it. We have bacteria in our bodies, and some of that bacteria getting into an open wound can cause problems. They've discovered that years ago. Guys like Lister and Pasteur discovered this kind of stuff. And it's got nothing to do with protecting us from a virus. It doesn't protect the surgeon from the patient. It protects the patient from the surgeon. That's right. And when yeah. we're in the grocery store, that same mask but will protect the but other the shopper point. from me. Right. But it doesn't protect me from the other shopper. But it, okay, well, I'm not even sure if that's accurate, but. That's what Dr. Fauci said. That's fine. Okay. But well, even there, there's Joe, the patient, you are pointing the out. On the operating table. Does the patient on the operating table wear a mask? No. No, no he doesn't. Okay, exactly. listen, we've got two other calls pending. Carl, thank you so much for calling. We appreciate your call. We're going to move on to Paul from Berwick. Good morning. You're on the mark, sir. Yes. Uh, hello, Joe and Steve. And uh, uh, I'd like to turn to immigration. A lot of the reason why um, Donald Trump has been called a racist is because his uh, opposition to uh, illegal immigration and uh, 
the representative a while ago, the former representative, brought up uh, when he had the Muslim ban, um, and uh, all he was trying to say at that point is there are certain Muslims that uh, want to take over the whole world by uh, violent uh, rebellion. And um, we had, of course, some of those people that came over here on uh, 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 student visas and so forth, and they flew planes into buildings and stuff. And he was saying we need time to try to figure out how we can let Muslims that are fleeing persecutions or they want to be good citizens in America, but we don't want to bring in people that are going to be assassins against American people, and we needed time to straighten that out so that the TSA and the immigration and all these people that deal with this uh, can try to can try to sort sort this out. But I checked the figures again uh, uh, on uh, immigration and legal immigration. We're still bringing in more than a a million people a year from countries all over the world, and the President of the United States is not doing anything against that. He's carrying out the laws that have been passed by uh, Congress on this, and uh, uh, so uh, the the issue is we just had 9-11 again um, uh, to remind us that we need to be very careful about protecting ourselves from the terrorism uh, in the world, and part of the thing is the uh, is illegal immigration. We've got to be very serious about stopping uh, chemical and biological weapons from coming in and letting terrorists in and even health problems now we see. We can shut down the whole country over health. And uh, legal immigrants, if they come in, their children have to get all kind of tests. They have to get all kind of shots for vaccines and so forth. And if you just have people coming across the border, there's none of there's none of this and and so with the so i looked at the democratic um uh uh platform uh, it's 92 pages if anybody can tell me where the democrats are talking about protecting our country from these kind of dangers that they that, that they're going to do anything uh about this i'd like to know where it where it is i i think the democrats have forgotten about 9-11 and they're not worried about protecting the american people they have things in there about terrorism in the world and working with allies and stuff like that but i'm talking about actually the ports of entry and the, the borders of the united states where in the democratic platform if anybody can tell me what page it's on i look through the index and i scan part of it i don't see that they have any care about protecting the American people from these dangers. Well, you put a challenge out there for our Democratic listeners who are intimately familiar with the platform of the party to come up with an answer for you. So we'll see how, we'll see, we'll see how they come up with it, Paul. But in the meantime, if you find anything else about it in their platform, let us know, will you? Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. We appreciate your comments and your opinion. We've got to take a quick break. We'll be back. We have some emails to read. We have no texts at the moment, but we have a caller on the line, and we'll get to that all in just a few moments. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Are you working on a remodel or new construction job and need new carpet and flooring? Save time and money by calling Garvey's Flooring America. Choosing Garvey's Flooring America for your commercial space means you'll pay the lowest prices from the largest selection of in-stock carpet and floors in the Valley. Garvey's Commercial Division is known for having the highest standards in the industry. Whether an office, a school, church, or restaurant, Garvey's Flooring America has the experience to guide you from start to finish, providing solutions to make it happen on time and on budget. Visit us online at garveyscarpet.com. Now's the time to get a great deal on select Kubota subcompact and compact tractors. Our reliable number one selling tractors are designed for easy operation and feature all the performance matched attachments needed to tackle any job. Right now, get zero down at 0% APR for 84 months and save up to $1,700 plus no payments for 90 days. Now through October 31st, see us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit CH Wall Sons or go to Kubota.com for a dealer near you. We're going, growing, standing tall, climbing, laughing, hide and seeking, giving our all. Our kids' days are filled with adventure, and Go Go Squeeze is there for every run, jump, step of the way. Made from wholesome ingredients like 100% fruit and veggies, real yogurt, and no artificial anything. In Go Anywhere pouches, so our kids can keep going wherever their adventures take them. Go Go Squeeze, you make the memories, we'll make the snacks. Find us in the applesauce aisle. Let's go! Third floor study hall. First floor homeroom. My dining room table. Wherever school happens for you this year, Staples has everything from notebooks to sanitizer, laptops to face masks. Now at Staples, get 20% off your in-store purchase of hand sanitizer, masks, and other PPE products. Go to staples.com slash 20 off PPE for your coupon. In front of the TV. Ha, no chance, kiddo. Staples. Shop in-store or pick up curbside. Ends 822. In-store only. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Curbside available in most stores. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan with Steve Kushaloff, our producer, Rob Center, and we have news for you on the Route 147 and Route 11 situation into the borough of Northumberland. Traffic appears to be backed up almost to WNL Subaru, their new location. So it's about a 45-minute wait, according to one of our on-the-scene people, uh, to get into Northumberland if you're coming down from the north on Route 11. Uh, there is a pro- construction project underway on the bridge between Northumberland and the island. So be very careful if you're going that way. There will be lane restrictions. There are delays. So be patient and add some extra time to your commute this morning, if you will. We have a couple of emails to read, and but we've asked Cindy to hang on for a while. So Cindy, we'll take you first. Good morning. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, I, I heard the questions about masks, and I just want to say that all masks are not created equal. And I suggest then that Perhaps I wasn't privy to the conversation with the gentleman's daughter, but it could very well be that what she's finding fault with are these homemade masks. And even homemade masks are not all created equal because it depends on the, the um, tightness of the weave of the fabric, how effective it is. 
So, okay. And I want to say to people, too, that if you see people that don't have masks on, it's entirely possible that they cannot tolerate them, and by which I mean that they cannot get sufficient air wearing a mask, and it would represent a danger to them to be forced into wearing a mask. So how do we know that, though? We should just respect that they, you know you don't have to go around wearing a scarlet letter that you you can't wear a mask. I don't. Is that what we're really going to become in our society? Well, that's I mean, why I some think some people you can easily identify. There are emphysemics and people with severe asthma, and you might see them with a, one of those walking oxygen tanks. Right. Those people couldn't tolerate wearing a mask. I hope we can agree that they couldn't tolerate that. It uh, would sure, kill them. Sure, I agree. I, I have no problem with that. Right? But I it, could be, it could also be true. I haven't done the list, but I can imagine, you know, there are, among our neighbors, there are people who only have one lung, so they have a, you know, 50% capacity to get oxygen into their body, and it would be entirely believable to me that they can't tolerate wearing a mask, and I don't think they should have to inform me of that fact. If I am threatened or concerned about a person who is not wearing a mask, I just go wide. I don't go down that aisle. I don't go near them. You know, I don't. I, I don't think we have to uh, lash out at each other. That's not going to solve any problems. Well, the people I saw yesterday were young guys. I would say in their twenties, early thirties, who appeared to be in excellent physical shape. They were wearing a shirt, all wearing T-shirts that indicated they worked for com some company involved in home construction or home remodeling. So they didn't look like they were in need of any physical um, intervention to prevent them from wearing a mask. They look like they made a conscious choice not to wear it, and no one stopped them. So what I'm saying... Well, go wide, Joe. Just go oh, wide. I did. I, I did. But here's the thing. If we're going to say that this is a mandate and the governor's saying you have to do this, you know, then, then he has an obligation to make sure that we understand what people who aren't doing it, why they aren't doing it. In other words, well, I, if it's I, all I to protect this question, me. Joe. It, you know, then what you want is the weight of government to intervene with these people who, for whatever the reason, don't wear a mask. No, I don't so think the government. So is it that you want them to go to jail? No, that I don't think. Is that what you want to fill up the jail, spend the police spend I guess their time I, incarcerating I these people? Didn't make my point. I don't think that it should be a mandate at all. I think it should be something where the governor says, and and Doctor Levin says, this is what you do to protect your health. Here are the reasons why we urge you and encourage you to do it. But when the governor starts shutting things down, closing down businesses, and all this other stuff, then he's forcing me to do something I don't want to do. Well, I've spoken out about the, uh, what I see critically in terms of how the governor's conducted this whole thing, to shut down everything. To, that's not science. That's just stupid, because that's just mindless. Can't a person sit and do accounting at a desk without endangering anybody else? Sure they can. I saw that they shut down people that trained horses. How in the world could that have represented a health risk to anyone else if you back up your trailer and give me your horse and I train your horse? I mean, there are just hundreds of examples of jobs right. where people were perfectly capable of doing their job without endangering someone else. If you hired a painter to paint your house, just go in the other room. I mean, it's just ridiculous how our government reacted and now we're all going to pay the price of that because they weren't able to nuance it to see the shades of gray instead of just black or white now you see a group of people who who see the stupid and now they won't comply whether that's reasonable or not now i saw a state college 
college township to be specific, just find a group $10,000. They hit them with every single penalty they could think of because they had a wrestling tournament over the weekend. Like, this is just a mystery to me why that level, that college township government in Center County by State College is even wasting their time doing this. Well, as the court pointed out to the governor, the governor who had put this ban in attended an event, a protest, that had far more people than he was allowing outside, and, he, and that was okay. So, I mean, the governor was being hypocritical. He, he was telling us we can't do stuff while he was going out and doing it. Same thing's true with the uh, governor or the mayor of Philadelphia who says you can't eat inside in Philadelphia, but he goes to Maryland and eats inside. So, I mean, we have, if we're going to have rules, they got to apply to everybody. If we're going to have guidelines. Yet, <laughs> right, worse yet, he runs the risk of bringing it from Maryland back to Pennsylvania. Did he sequester himself for two no, weeks? No, I don't after? believe he did. Right. So, I mean, that in and of itself is a questionable behavior out of someone who's demanding that everybody else either stay in their house or go to the store. Fair enough. But the good news is that some businesses, like grocery stores, have offered multiple solutions to people who cannot tolerate exposure. So the people who don't want to go out, who don't want to risk it, you can order the stuff delivered to your house. You can order it, they pack it up, you can go and pick it up. That's what my father does. That's the way it should be, because that way you're making the decision on what's best for you and how to protect you. Hey, listen, we have two other calls, so we've got to move along. Cindy, thanks a lot. We have one call waiting, one coming in. Ron from Danville, you're on the mark. Hey, thank you for giving me a chance to speak. Um, I'll just, you know, uh, pick up on the last caller and your comments as well. I I am really offended by politicians trying to say they're keeping me alive but not letting me live and using it as a reason to take away our freedoms. Um, I know this is a time of emergency. I respect that the virus is dangerous, but when our freedoms start getting taken away, that's more dangerous than the virus. The authority of the government and what Government Wolf is doing can't be unfettered. The liberties protected by the Constitution are not fair-weather freedoms. These are in place to protect us as Americans when times are good, and you can't cast our freedoms aside when times are bad. And I wanted to make that point and illustrate that's why I could never, ever vote for Joe Biden. I can't vote for a career politician who's going to take my freedoms away and then do the opposite, like Governor Wolf, like his health secretary who moved his mother out of uh, a nursing home the day before the restrictions were announced. In addition to what you mentioned about the mayor of Philadelphia, Governor Newsom closed every county around him to business in California except his winery. Every hairdresser was closed, but not for Nancy Pelosi. The rich Democrats trying to take our freedoms cannot happen with the election of Joe Biden. I'm voting for Trump. Thank you for a chance to comment. Okay, thank you for your call. We appreciate your comments. I'm sure Steve would, Steve's sitting back here with a look at his face like, boy, I would love to disagree with that guy. I'm sure you will. We'll take your comments and anybody else's. 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at 70236. We'll be back after this quick break. How do you save money when you're shopping for your groceries? If you haven't checked out Surplus Outlet, you're missing out on the savings that could go right into your pocket. Hello, this is Justin Michaels, and at Surplus Outlet, we take saving you money very seriously. At Surplus Outlet, you'll find groceries and much more at below wholesale prices. 
we work hard to buy right and pass those savings directly on to you. At Surplus Outlet, we stock all the items that you would expect at a grocery store, but each week we get new arrivals and the savings can be tremendous, so you'll want to stop in as often as possible. If you love a bargain, get ready to stock up. At Surplus Outlet, we don't play the game of raising some items and then lowering some others to keep you guessing on the best price. Day in and day out at Surplus Outlet, we give you our lowest prices of many brand name products at below wholesale prices. Surplus Outlet, Route 11 Northumberland, Route 11 Berwick, and Route 15 Montgomery. Sign up for Facebook and email alerts for additional special savings at Surplus Outlet Official and online at shopsurplusoutlet.com. That's shopsurplusoutlet.com. Do it today. What will the Big Ten decide to do? We'll talk about it today. 3 to 5 News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to On the Mark. We have one call pending. We've got to get to some of the texts this morning. One of our texters says, Good morning. This virus has almost killed 200,000 Americans because Trump lied since he knew about January. People not wearing masks need to get the virus so they understand how deadly this is. There's a cheerful person for you. Let's have you die. Get the virus and die because we want you to appreciate how serious this is. We agree with that, Steve? You think that's a good idea? Let's see what the next text says. Okay, well, the next email says, I have to yet meet an independent that fell off the fence on the Republican side, and I experienced it again today. Uh, Talking about our guest, former Congressman David Jolly. He's Democrat. My wish would be we wouldn't have independents, only because they think they are in charge of who wins the office, because they think it comes down to the independent vote. Well, sometimes it does. Yeah, it's a little strange. And then Doug from Lewistown says, Your host is talking about how conservatives are anti-science because we may not believe in evolution or climate change and some things about COVID-19. I guess I said COVID-10, but I think you meant 19. Science does, in fact, support intelligent design. It also can support that man-made climate change is a myth. Then the science with the virus is all over the place. The fact is we are called anti-science if we don't go along with the left's agenda. And please don't lecture me on science when the left can't agree on the most basic science of all, that there are two genders, male and female. Signed, Doug from Lewistown. Doug has a point, I think. Dan, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning, guys. Well, uh, Mr. Jolly talked about the division. Let me say this. The division we're seeing was not done by President Trump. The division was done by the left wing and the left wing Democrats in the news media. They created the division we're seeing right now. Back 
when I sure I didn't vote for President Obama either time, but it wasn't. I didn't go out there and start burning, and neither did my fellow silent majority. We didn't go out there and burn things. What they did, they formed the Tea Party movement and did everything legal within the system. They weren't out there burning buildings like happened in Lancaster last night. They weren't doing any of that. But as soon as President Trump was elected, even be yeah, right when he was elected, they started their protest after the inauguration. They were out on the street saying, "Not my president." I'd like to burn the White House and all them things, hoping President Trump wouldn't be there. So we did everything right. It's the left that's creating this division, and unfortunately, we have dupes living in this area that follow the left wing of the Democratic Party and march to their drummer. So they're dupes if they disagree with you, huh? They're dupes because they fought, and that you can disagree with me, almost everybody does, but they're dupes because they follow the leadership of the left wing and they keep they don't agree with anything President Trump does even if it's stuff they wanted done back when President Obama was in office like the border wall they wanted a wall back then President Trump gets in and they march to their drummer the left wing media and say no, we didn't want a wall. It's racist. They call President Trump a racist every day. Okay. And that's the dupes. They're following, they're following their leadership, the left-wing media, the left-wing of the Democratic Party. There's plenty of Democrats that aren't far left. There's still common, good common-sense Democrats that don't go along with all this division. But you have to realize, Dan, that you're talking about what you believe, and the people who differ from what you believe are somehow less enlightened than you are. I'm willing to concede that the other side has a valid opinion. I just don't agree with it. I don't think the weight of the evidence supports the position they've taken. But I'm not going to call them dupes or say that they, they've fallen into some bad pattern of not being intellectually rigorous and in arriving at their conclusions. But let, let's give Dan credit. I heard the words common sense Democrats. Very good, Dan. Yep, there's, uh, there's, I, I know, Doc, Joe, I'm not, I, if President Trump would have ran as a Democrat, and he was a black Democrat, and he had his policies, guess who would have voted for him? Dan from New Berlin and plenty of my friends. It has nothing to do with party. It has nothing to do with color of skin. It has to do with what their political positions are, Joe. And and that's what it has to do with. You know, it worked. Right, but, but, but people come to different political conclusions, Dan. That's my point. I, I, don't, I don't come to the conclusion you can go out here and destroy this country just because 
you disagree with policies. That I don't agree well, with. Well, I agree with you I there. never will. Okay, but here's the thing. Not everybody who disagrees with us politically is an anarchist or a bomb thrower. There are some people who disagree with us and our opinions, but yet they are they, they arrived at those opinions legitimately. They studied the issue. They just came to a different conclusion. If we all thought the same way, there would only be one restaurant. You know, I we'd do. all eat there we- because everybody wanted the same thing every day. We we don't have to agree. I you, you didn't see me out destroying property just because I I didn't particularly care for a lot of the policies of President Obama when he did things I agree with. I could say I agree with that when he was doing my going over after the radical Islam. I agreed when he sent in. Uh, drones to take them out. I agreed with that. I wasn't just being a contrarian and saying, hey, I don't agree with that. Fair enough. I agreed with it, and that's the way we have to be. We He did things that were right, but he did a lot of things I disagreed with. Well, there, but, we are in, there we're in agreement. Hey, listen, Dan, we've got to move on, but thank you for your comments. As always, we appreciate your calls. 1-800-795-9565. The lines are open. We have some emails to read, some texts, but we invite your calls. We'll take our last break of the day, and then we'll be back with more of On the Mark. Well, for some reason, I'm clicking the button and nothing is happening. <laughs> I guess we're just going to have to fill in the time with chit-chat. I don't know. Uh, you have some idea, Rob, why my commercial set didn't start? No, well, their employees have there made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. This year, consider a Medicare plan from a name you trust. A name backed by 100 years of quality care. Geisinger. Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage. You'll have access to our many doctors and hospitals, plus thousands more. For a Medicare plan you can count on in uncertain times, go with Geisinger. Visit geisingergold.com radio today. Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage plans are HMO and PPO plans with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage plans depends on contract renewal. In recent days, staying connected has meant more than ever before. At Penteladata, we thank our frontline workers for giving us the hope that tomorrow will be better and for letting us do our part in keeping everyone connected with schools, families, and friends, even while being apart. As America slowly and carefully returns to work, we're here to help your business come back smarter, bigger, and better than before with a fiber network that will keep us all connected and move us forward. Penteladata Fiber Networks. 
Hey guys, it's Laura from Tom and Laura in the Morning on 94KX. I'm the co-chair of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce 19th Annual Young Americans Golf Classic at Knoebel's Three Ponds Golf Course in Elysburg. Join me on Friday, September 25th, and we can tee off together for the shotgun start at 10 a.m. Help the Chamber continue to serve students in 12 schools across our region through the Young Americans program, building the leaders of tomorrow. Come on, grab a foursome and register by September 10th at gsvcc.org. See you on the links. News and interviews from across the world and right here in the central Susquehanna Valley. The Campus Theater is, of course, a place where you can come and enjoy a movie, but we're also open to rentals. We do weddings. uh, We do corporate events. We um, folks advertise on our screen. So we're really trying to make it a place for the community, a meeting center, um, not just a place to catch a movie. WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan along with Steve Kushaloff. One of our emailers says, Gentlemen, you've heard me say on your show that it is Washington against the people. In order to keep control and power, both political parties define the other as the enemy, thereby ensuring that Washington and not the people have the power. I've said many times, Washington works for Washington, not the people. If the people wake up and unite, we can solve the problems in Washington. As long as we remain divided, Washington wins at our expense. It's from our friend John Shipman. John, couldn't agree with you more. Right. The only question I have have and I would and this is a serious question and I would love it if John would respond the statement if the people would wake up and unite and I would just like an explanation of how is that supposed to happen explain that that process to me we got 330 million people in this country how do we get people to to unite well the last time I recall we were united was September the 12th uh, great. And that's not exactly the way we want no. to unite the people. For Than Mitchell, you were on the mark, buddy. Hey, how are you this morning? Steve, it's great to hear you. I, I'm not a football fan, but I know that those guys that run through the field and change directions really quickly <laughs> are highly acclimated. And Joe is whatever that's called in football. You can change the subjects faster than most people can think about what's next. It took me about two shows with Joe to realize the guy, he can can swivel and turn with the best of them. But... I've well, I learned Joe from that. Joe Biden. He flip flops on issues so well. I just uh, studied Joe Biden, and I see. No, him doing we're talking about you, not Joe. Yeah, Joe that's Biden. A good, that's a good if point. we that's were talking about Joe Biden, I might agree, but we're talking about you, Joe. And see, yeah. and and in fact, Mr. McGranahan has just proven the point that Than is making. <laughs> well, I, you learned flip flopping from somebody. I learned it from Joe Biden. He was for it before he was against it, and against it before oh, he was for goodness. it. Goodness, you are so Stephen. Colbert ten years ago, but but you're just not as funny. You were, but you, you do the act really well. Yeah. So why uh, did you call? Just to insult me? Don't you have anything better to do with your day? No, I was going to congratulate you on getting uh, uh, Jolly on the uh, show because I think he's one of those guys who sounds, you know, not like you and I, Joe, when we babble back and forth, but he's a guy who sits and thinks about what he does, and that's true with that guy, uh, the Lincoln Project, uh, and I don't think that Jolly has anything to do with the Lincoln Project, but the people who say, wait a minute, 
I am for the United States of America, not the Trump states of America. And you realize there is something to be said about that viewpoint. As Donald Trump says, I am not responsible. I have nothing to do with it. Sweep the forest and uh, drink uh, whatever it is, uh, alcohol uh, and uh, sanitizer, and have it injected in your veins. That guy... Or a man who, as you like to say, as you as you attack him for having a stutter and so forth, uh, that you stuttering. say tells a lie, <laughs> and then you go back to the same one he told many, many years ago. I fault him for that absolutely. But you're but we're and you bring you bring up you bring up characters. you bring up the president and his uh, the the interview he gave with um, uh, I forget the name of it uh, where he said he could get away with stuff with women you drag that up all the time but you don't expect other people to drag up stuff about Joe Biden oh drag it up I mean that is good honest discussion but all oh, you see. can do is look at the negative side of the Democrats and agree with people who tell you that the Democrats are trying to ruin the country, we want open borders, we're going to take your guns. We're not going to do any of that. We well, have who is, never who, done any of who that. Is Joe we have Biden, balanced budget. Who is Joe Biden's? Oh, yes, you have to tell me another fairy tale. Who is Joe Biden said is going to be his guns are? Wasn't it Beto O'Rourke who said, yes, we're coming for your guns? No, that's well, not, not what O'Rourke <laughs> said. That, see, Joe, that is <laughs> not correct. We're coming for your AK-47s, maybe. You're coming for your guns. We're coming for no, your AK-47s. No, he said AK-47s. He said your right. guns that's my uh, gun. That's the only gun I got. Stuff. He's coming for my guns. Well, if that's the only gun you got, Joe, then... Then he's got, coming then, for my guns. Number one, you got an issue, and number two, I ain't coming around your house. <laughs> well, that's what he's got the gun hey, for, Steve, we to got, keep those Democrats uh, yes, from exactly. attacking Dan, ten seconds to wrap it up. We, Dan, Dan, we have another call. you know this is Dan, we have another caller. Fear. Dan, we have another caller, so I'll give you ten seconds. Wrap it up, buddy. That's it. Okay. Hey, thank you very much Thanks for, for giving me the chance to talk. Oh, I'm always happy to hear from you, Than. Some days more than others, but always glad. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, buddy. <laughs> Joseph from Milton, you're on the mark. Yeah, it's good to hear old Than there. <laughs> always fun uh, to talk yeah. to Than. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I have a lot of conversation with him. We don't agree, but uh, anyway. I was going to comment on uh, the politician there you had on this morning. Con former Congressman Jolly. Yeah, most Christians will say their faith will come first, then their family, then their uh, political affiliations. That's how they kind of list that. And that's, uh, I think, the right way to do that. Well, he said, according to his faith, he embraces all these other religions. Well, how can he have any kind of faith that comes from the Scriptures because even the Savior, the Son of Yahweh, Yahshua Messiah, said to the religious leaders of his day, even they were, even though they were embracing Judaism, that they were of their father, the devil, because of the false things that they were teaching. Now, what would you think he'd say about a Muslim who denies the Scriptures and denies the Son of Yahweh, his death, burial, and resurrection? They deny that. But isn't well, that his Buddhist right? Isn't that his right in a free? Isn't that his right in a free country to disagree with your your interpretation of the oh, Bible? Uh, yeah, and religion? No, no, that's not my point. You're missing my point. As a believer, you cannot embrace any other religion. 
They are wrong. They are false calls. Every one believer, of them, according okay, to the Bible. Fine. He if didn't say he believed believe, in their faith. He said he accepted them as a legitimate religion. That's all he was saying. Yeah, but yeah, I could not do that. And if you believe in the Scriptures and what the, the Word of Yahweh says, you cannot embrace them as a, a faith. They're but a faith is, in a false deity. This is a political country. This isn't a religious country. In other words, we don't have a religious test. People came here to have freedom of well, and from I, yeah, religion. I, and I realize, yeah, I realize that. And under the Constitution and Bill of Rights, they have that perfect right. I understand that. But I'm saying as a believer... I cannot uh, embrace them as a, a legitimate faith. That's, you cannot do that. That's fine. If it uh, although works in for this you. country, it's it, it is it is uh, acceptable. You and understand what I'm saying? I do, and I understand too that you can bring somebody over here from Iran. Uh, you could bring an Ayatollah, and they will say the exact same things about their faith that you are saying about your faith. That there right, is right. But I'm I'm saying Congressman Jolly said that his faith was a Christian faith, and that he embraces these religions. Well, I'm, I, <laughs> I'm a believer in the Messiah, and I'm a born-again believer. I don't classify my kind for the Christian, because that's a false uh, narrative. They weren't called, they well, were called okay, Christians let's, let's first, the but they were not. They never called themselves Christians. Okay, they that's fine. They were people, fine. followers of the, uh, the way, the people of Messiah. Okay, but here's the point. I don't know that he used the word embrace. Yeah, I agree. He said he accepts them. I don't think there's a difference between embracing a religion. Sounds like you, you go to their services and you believe what they believe. Uh, I think what he was saying is that, that this is a diverse country and that we're one of our great strengths is that we have people of different faiths, colors, creeds, and ethnic backgrounds, and they've all melded together into the United States of America. Hopefully that's what we are. Joseph, thank you for calling. Appreciate your call. Talk to you tomorrow or the next day or whenever you call in again. Steve, you're back with me tomorrow. Yes, sir. And then on Thursday, we will have Chris Elio here as Mark Lawrence continues his week off. And our producer, as always, is Rob Center. Thank you so much for being with us today. Look forward to doing it all again tomorrow on WKOK, Sunbury, Pennsylvania.